Hey, good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and it is, well, it's runoff special election day in Georgia here on the 5th of January 2021. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Of course, legal, lawful, constitutional, biblical, tender, something that has been money since there was money. Matter of fact, it's the only thing, really. Uh, when you think about gold and silver, uh, the only thing to stand the test of time as we are watching the final throws of the Federal Reserve note as we know it, the final throws of the euro as we know it, the yen as we know it, the pound sterling as we know it. And to keep you all comfortably disturbed, head out to allamericangold.com. All the videos, the articles, uh, all the things that keep you in the know can be found there. Of course, uh, metals plans. Man, we we had like five people sign up for the metals plan yesterday. Uh, we are making fourth quarter shipments. Uh, wow, uh, it, it's just uh, in, intense. Uh, I got all three. I got Brooke here. Uh, Arlene is here. Brittany is here. Uh, metals plan shipments uh, continue to roll out. Uh, we ship the maximum allowable boxes. <laughs> yes, the post office. Because, you know, they don't like to make too much money in any one day. Uh, so we're, we're only allowed to ship X amount of boxes. Uh, we are going to uh, to be making a triple ship today, probably triple ships most of the rest of the week as we uh, get those. So for all of you in the metals programs, your your product is on your way. And and what a great – I love it when it works this way. Uh, big pop after the fact. So uh, you guys really uh, were able to get even be- – even, uh, you know, obviously – the best deals around are in the metals programs. Uh, if you don't know what that is, where you been? This is better than a 401k. It's better than all those other. Now, granted, uh, you don't have the uh, the the tax stuff, right? Like a 401k, they let you put money into Wall Street. This is how dastardly the the. The bankers really are. They let you put money into Wall Street, you know, quote unquote, tax free. You know, so if you let's just say you made a hundred thousand dollars and you put ten thousand dollars in your IRA, okay, for the year, well, you only get taxed on ninety thousand. Of course, Uncle Sam is now your partner in that four hundred one k. See, because it's not like you don't owe the tax, <laughs> right? They'll just collect it from you later. Uh, yeah, just, you know, do you really want Uncle Sam as your partner? Uh, you know, just something to consider. So you don't get the uh, the tax, uh, you know, right. Of, like if you invest in the metals program, you don't get to take that off of your income and pay less tax. But here's the great part. Uh, we ship it. We deliver it right to your doorstep. No setup fees. No cancellation fees. No change. There's no fees. The only thing you get charged, if you can't pick it up in our offices in Phoenix or Colorado, uh, is a shipping fee. That's it. And uh, you can get hard assets. You can get some gold and silver uh, the, the, as little as $100 a month. That's the minimum. you got to do at least $100 a month. There is no maximum. Uh, the biggest, well, I'll just tell you the biggest one in there, we got uh, one person doing 5000 a month. 
bunch of people doing three thousand a month, two thousand a month, a thousand a month. Uh, but but again, you only need a uh, hundred dollars a month. You put a card on file. Uh, we hit the card. You get four physical deliveries a year. And here's the best part: we pool all the money together. And as you know, if you listen to us uh, for any length of time, I mean, there's always volume discounts. You pay less when you buy more. I mean, that just makes sense. Well, the metals plan, you get that. Uh, even the person doing 100 a month, he gets the benefit of acting like, hey, I just bought $100,000, right? So you get the best possible pricing. Check it out, allamericangold.com. You can read all about it. Also, I got to tell you right now, uh, you know, at 1360KHNC, 1360KHNC.com, We've got a new section on the website. It's called the blog. Uh, if you know along the top, you know we got the schedule, the podcast. We got blog there. Go out there now. We've got. I, I think we're up to five or six articles. We have got a team of young conservative writers working with us uh, at thirteen sixty at the radio station uh, doing blogs, communicate with them, encourage them, uh, you know, if, if they're a little misguided, uh, let them know that as well. I will say this, uh, uh, one of them wrote uh, about uh, Joe Biden, his big promise in his speech last night, uh, getting people uh, to try to vote for the Democrats in Georgia, but the one I really liked, uh, We the People, uh, the rights of today, one of our writers going through all uh, of you know the what our founding fathers, not just the Bill of Rights, you know, but but going through all of the amendments that are in the Constitution one by one. It's a three part series. Uh, the first part is out. Uh, the, the, we also have up there on the blog uh, the uh, about Hunter Biden, uh, and so so check it out. Thirteen sixty KHNC, and and again remember this is these are young conservative writers. Uh, and, and give them some feedback, some encouragement, and, and really start to make that. We're, we're going to see more and more articles on our blog there uh, in creating the news for tomorrow right there at 1360 KHNC. So, uh, and I appreciate that in advance. It, it's really going to go a long way. It's going to encourage these writers uh, to get the word out, to, to do the investigative work, to really get out the truth, uh, the blog site at 1360KHNC.com. Hey, listen, when we get back, we got so much ground to cover. Uh, we got more changes to the IR, uh, to your IRAs, and then I'm going to tell you what we're learning about what the banks and how much the banks got bailed out the last time. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, just uh, real quick, and then we'll get into this, but it looks like... Uh, the Democrats, at least in the polls and the betting, bigger leads today. Matter of fact, uh, Raphael Warnick, the the, the 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 Reverend, you know the one. He is, at least in the eyes of the polls, has jumped out to a a big lead, uh, and I don't know. Uh, let's and that was the seat I thought we'd win. So uh, uh, the Purdue seat. Uh, that is very, very tight. Uh, and again, uh, Joe Biden yesterday, just think about what, 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 as he was campaigning for the Democrats yesterday, said in Georgia. Hey, you vote, get vote, both of my, our guys in. Vote, vote for both Democrats. 
I'm going to send everybody $2,000. And and I'm thinking about, you know, so you're sitting there, maybe, you know, you got you, your wife, maybe you got a couple of kids. You're like, hey, that's eight grand. You know, you got three kids, that's 10 grand. <laughs> I mean, just buy the votes, right? Hey, I'm going to send you and all of your kiddies and your spouse $2,000 a piece. You know, start doing that. Let's just say that happens. You know, we already sent out $1,200. Then we sent out $600, which people are starting to get now. Now they're saying, let's send out another $2,000. That's $3,800 per person. If you got uh, you, your wife, and a couple of kitties, they sent uh, a, ha- a household of four $15,000. I mean, are we here? Right? Are you understanding? How long could this go on? Not very long. Right, and think about the the implications of this. I know they want you to believe that we can just go into debt forever. Uh, eventually, the bill comes due, and guess what? The bill's coming due a lot sooner. Wake up, pay attention. Now, I can't, I can't stop Georgia, but I will tell you. And remember, I told you yesterday: if it goes blue. We've shortened how much time you have left. I hope you get serious. I, 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 I don't know what else to tell you. You better have some wealth insurance put away before it happens. Because, uh, again, if it goes blue, listen, you're going to lose another two, $300 in gold. I mean, just is. Just what it's going to be. Uh, over the holidays, I got sent a letter. And I love it. You know, the, I know it's old-fashioned, right? I, I, mostly I, I, I get emails. But I ought to send a, a letter from one of our, our listeners in Wisconsin. You know, we have people, you know, people listen to me all over the world. All over the world. And there's a reason. Because I know what I'm talking about. And he he was sending me, and I'm getting more and more of these, and, and keep sending them saying, my bank sent me this. My bank sent me this information about the SECURE Act. Of course, the SECURE Act uh, was the, 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 the original act, right? It had the $1,200, the, the PPP loans, all that. That was the SECURE Act. There's always legislation inside of these acts that mess with you, your savings, your retirement, always. Of course, they like to highlight, oh, look at, look at what we've done for you. They never tell you what they took away from you. They sent me this about the SECURE Act. What a huge crock of crap. Are we supposed to read and understand this, he writes? Not happening in my world. I really think the writers of this are probably unable to offer a summary of what's important and what's not. Best wishes to you and your family for a prosperous 2021. And he sent me the, 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 the information. 
One of them was one of these trifolds. You know, you've seen the trifolds. The Secure Act and your IRA. And this was the re- attempt at a summary of the important things. And this thing, it's written so small. It's, I mean, I can read it, right? And it's all, you know, there's six. When you do the trifold, it's a six-page. The fir- first page is just the... Uh, the cover, right? Not a lot there. The Secure Act, your IRA, and a picture. But the other five, it's all jam-packed with all this stuff. Changed. Like one of the changes that, I don't know if it's good or bad, but the government wants you to think it's good. They're going to change the self-distribution age. So remember I told you, you're partners with the government in your in your IRAs in your 401ks uh, because, and again, and some of them not, but 90% of them because the, the, the big incentive for Americans when they stole your pensions from all of you, because that's what they did. They wanted to give you an incentive to risk your money and put it into the debt markets, essentially give it to bankers, right? They're so good. They're so good that they they allow you to have it tax deferred by and large. That's I mean that's how most people do it. Of course, I mean if you yeah tax deferred sure yeah tax deferred. You used to have to start taking it out because the government eventually wants its money at seventy and a half. Uh, one of the big changes was now they they made it seventy two. <laughs> so they gave you a, a, an extra year and a half. Uh, no limit to, to, uh, no age limit now, right? Because, you know, the beggar's like, wait, why should we restrict someone? They want to keep putting money in there, let them, right? Stuff like that. Uh, and then they sent, I, I don't know really a, a word that I can describe it, but picture like a scroll, you know, in the olden days, this scroll that appears to be, I don't know, Three feet tall, okay? So picture words, three feet of words, front and back, that are so small, <laughs> I can't read it. Okay, now, I don't have the greatest vision in the world, and I got the but I can't read it. And it has all of this stuff about all these changes to your eye. Just know this. And this is the most important thing. With a stroke of a pen, they'll do what they want. Now, do you think, did you hear about all of this stuff in the CARES Act? No. Because what did they tell you the CARES Act was? Oh, it's getting checks to people that lost their jobs. Oh, it's getting loans to small businesses, right? It's it's buying PPE, and and it's helping uh, states uh, buy uh, ventilators and this right with it. That's what you heard. You never hear about. Oh, by the way, they changed all these rules. And it's one of these things where I do my best, but it's so hard. It takes a lot of times. It can take years, if not decades, to uncover what's really happened. How much trouble are we in? Because right now you'll sit there and say, oh, I mean, uh, it's not great, but it's not horrible. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, let's face it, Corona is bad, but hopefully, you know, that will end this year. But, uh, you know, the stock market is at an all-time high, or at least right near it, right? And, you know, it's it's okay. Housing, look at housing, right? No one can afford a house, <laughs> right? I mean, Wall Street owns, I don't know how many millions of houses they own, but it's millions. But, you know, they want you to believe it's okay. Don't worry. As we know, we're getting ready for what we, we know we got another bubble. You know it's here. We know it's here. We all know it's here. And, and, I, and I always think back about, you know, the first bubble. And the first bubble was the Great Depression, right? Because, you know, what do you hear about in your history books? The Roaring Twenties. Remember the Roaring Twenties? Of course, I wasn't alive, but, you know, we I read about it. This great era of wealth. Of course, the Central Bank had started in 1913. You know, you didn't hear about any cataclysmic stock market events in the 1800s. You didn't hear about any roaring events or anything like that. There's no inflation. There was, you know, there was none of that, right, when we didn't have a central bank. And when the stock market crashed, they closed all the banks. People lost billions of dollars when the banks closed. You know, and a lot of people don't know this, but I'll, I'll give you the, the very short version of it. All the, the people that you think about when it comes to banking, right? J.P. Morgan, Rockefeller, right? Warburgs, right? They all conspired. See, they were mad. They were mad because... As America went west, banks started opening up everywhere, right? You know, because people needed a place to put their gold, put their silver. You don't think about the gold rush and stuff. And when they left the East Coast, they left New York or they left Boston or Philly you know, the whatever city it may have been, took their money with them. And they put them in these banks, in these little towns all over the West. And they were losing deposits. And they created the central bank in private. They were trying to collude to maintain control. Listen, this is this was nothing more than the world's wealthiest people trying to control. And still, you know, we're still dealing with it today. And of course, thousands of banks didn't open, and out of it came the Glass-Steagall Act, which we operated under right up until the late 90s. But let's let's just go back a little bit. So following the crash of 29, more than 9,000 banks in the United States failed over the next four years. 
Now, here's what's funny. Do you know, go back to Reagan. Do you know that we had over 18,000 banks in the United States? They didn't like that. See, they had a lot of banks back in the 20s, too. They didn't like that. And in 1933, just that year alone, 4,000 banks closed forever. Now, part of that was uh, the, the, the wealthiest people made sure these banks didn't reopen. But when you think about FDR, right, President Roosevelt, after a month-long run on the banks, right, everyone was taking their money out of the bank because they were like, oh, that's not a safe place to be. And I'm going to tell you right now, you think your bank is safe, you're nuts. We're going to get to that today, I hope. Roosevelt declared the national banking holiday. So, again, this would be the same thing here. Could you imagine everybody going to B of A or, or Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan, and you just start taking money out? Think about Greece. I'm going to bring that up. See, they'll not allow for another bank run. Believe me, before that happens, the government will tell you, hey, you're not allowed to take it out. When we return, we're going to get to the heart of this. Yes, ma'am. 800-951-0592. Now, I'm going to make it very, very simple, I hope, for you to all understand. Why did we have a crisis during the Great Depression? What happened? Did Americans not pay their debts? Right? Did they stop paying the mortgage? Uh, were they not paying uh, the 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 rent on their commercial building? Right? We didn't. There was no credit cards. Right? There was no student loans. Right? I mean, it's kind of kind of about the, there was only a couple of choices there. And the answer was no. That didn't happen. Americans only started taking their money out of the banks after thousands of them started failing. And this is the thing. They don't want you to know history. Remember, they created this group, this Federal Reserve, because they like, well, these banks are just being plain reckless. You know, we need oversight. <laughs> Where was the oversight? So I want, I want you to just know, so 1933, March 6th, Right, they they the president was actually one day after he was inaugurated, so the inauguration wasn't until March. Then Roosevelt declared a nationwide banking holiday. It started on March the ninth, nineteen thirty-three. Congress passed the Emergency Banking Act. It allowed regulators to evaluate each bank before it was permitted to reopen. And ironically, they deemed 4,000 banks a day. You can't reopen. Right? All the big banks got to stay open. Uh, but don't worry about all the changes to the FDIC stuff that we talked about uh, late last year. I'm sure it has nothing to do with this. 
It is estimated by the FDIC that depositors lost $1.3 billion in bank failures. In other words, at that time, there was no FDIC. If you hadn't gotten your money out before March the 9th, right, and your bank didn't reopen, you lost it. In today's dollars, and I love how they do that, in today's dollars, it tells you what the central bank has really done to your wealth. They estimate that would be worth about $25 billion. And you think about today, you're like, that's it? That's it. Heck, the FDIC right now has got about $30 billion in it. But just one bank, J.P. Morgan, Citi, B of A, U.S. Bank, Wells Fargo, right? PNC, right? I look, I mean, all of them have over a trillion dollars of deposits. And I just told you the FDIC's got about $30 billion. So you, you can do the math, right? To restore public confidence in placing their savings in the banks, on June 16th, President Roosevelt signed into the law the Banking Act of 1933. Now, you'll know this act as Glass-Steagall. And it was named after uh, the two, a senator uh, from Virginia and I think uh, uh, a house guy from Alabama. Okay, that They created the law, the Glass-Steagall Act. In that act, not only did they create the FDIC, and I think, I think don't quote me on this, but I think it started at $1,000. That was, that was, you know, Hardly anybody had a thousand dollars in their bank account. Now think about it today. Now it's what? Now they say two fifty. They might as well say a million. They don't have any money, so what's the point? But they created the FDIC, and this was the more important thing. They banned banks from speculating in or underwriting stocks to hold deposits. And what that simply means is if you were a bank, you couldn't take money and say, I'm going long IBM and short GE and this, you know, to try to, you know, to, to use Wall Street as a way to make money because most people don't realize the crash was caused by the banks making bad bets. <laughs> kind of like the reason they said uh, the Knickerbocker crisis of 1907, right? That was one of their big reasons of why they needed the Federal Reserve Act. That was banks betting on copper futures that went bust. <laughs> they made a, a bad bet. So they, they prevented that. They also made it so banks couldn't be so big. The separation of these was not controversial at the time. Matter of fact, think about it, it kind of makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Years of Senate hearings following the 29 crash 
had informed the Congress of that era as well as the public that Wall Street casino banks gambling with depositors' monies and wild stock speculation had caused the crash. Right? It wasn't that we weren't paying our debts. We made good. It was the bank's recklessness. Now think about today. Right? We got the biggest bubble Wall Street has ever seen. Banks are all that we know. Right? The banks are everywhere. They're in every market. The Glass-Steagall uh, Act protected the U.S. banking system. It really did. It saved them from themselves. Kind of like our, our founding fathers tried to protect us. Right? They said, hey, our money needs to be gold and silver. Don't allow it to get in the hands of the money changers. Don't allow it to get in the hands of the bankers. For 66 years. Until it got repealed in 1999. And this is why we have the mega banks of today. You know what was funny? is a, a guy named Sandy Weil. He wanted to merge his trading firm. You may remember these commercials. Solomon Brothers and Smith Barney. Remember Smith Barney? They make money the old-fashioned way. They earn it. Remember that commercial? I mean, right? And he wanted to put them under the traveler's umbrella with a bank called Citigroup. Hey, the Radio News Hour. We'll be right back after the break. 800-951-0592. So, the banks behaving badly caused the Great Depression. We put a law in that said, yeah, we're not going to allow that anymore. No more speculating if you're a bank. Then along comes the 90s. And people want to become rich. And they want to merge investment firms like Solomon Brothers and Smith Barney into the bank. Now, there was no national interest to be gained here. This is just simple greed. And, of course, consolidation of wealth, which is more important, right, when you really think about it. What a great idea. Because we know fiat money's, you know, we're, we're going to bankrupt this thing anyway. Let's just consolidate it now, ahead of time. And then uh, when we wipe everybody out, you know, the largest hundred banks, you get to live. Everybody else will die. So they get this passed. And again, not to advance the nation's interest. According to Weil himself, I want this done so we can be rich. Matter of fact, made him a billionaire. 
The repeal of the act meant that the casino-style investment banks and trading houses across Wall Street could now own federally insured commercial banks and use hundreds of billions in insured deposits. You know, and she's nice. She says hundreds of billions. It's trillions. To speculate in stocks and derivatives. Every major Wall Street trading house has either bought a federally insured bank or simply created their own bank. And so now, and I bring this up because when you start thinking about not only uh, the riches that came from these people, we start to learn, and it's taken, what, I don't know, 12, 13 years to get this information, over a decade. Just nine years after Glass-Steagall, right, so it ended in 1999, by 2008, Wall Street had blown itself up, <laughs> right? Remember the bailouts for the uh, deposit-taking banks and all of these other things. But here's what we've learned, in addition to the bailout. Remember the original bailout? I think it, was, it wasn't even a trillion dollars, right? I think it was a John Snow. Is John Snow or Hank Paulson. Wall Street's not going to open tomorrow. We need hundreds of billions of dollars. Well, they needed so much more than that. And what we, what we found out, in addition to the bailout, the Federal Reserve, which was supposed to be the regulator of these megabanks, mind you, morphed into a secret sugar daddy for the megabanks. With one vote in Congress, the Fed secretly funneled $29 trillion and cumulative loans to bail out the casino banks, including trading uh, their trading operations in London, which is kind of funny. And they've been doing it ever since. Here's the thing. The same thing happened with the coronavirus, the CARES Act. Right now, the central bank is funneling trillions of dollars to the banks to make it appear that everything is a-okay. But the problem is now, here's the difference. The difference is now their balance sheet is so huge. The debt of Washington is so huge. The unfunded liabilities are enormous. The amount of FDIC insurance versus the amount of money the FDIC actually has is impossible to be paid. The next crash is coming. And I think the next crash rolls out the digital currency. But before that happens, there is going to be a huge price to pay. 
And it's going to be at your expense because believe me, J.P. Morgan will still be here. Citigroup will still be here. Right? Bank of America, they'll still be here. What won't be is the money in your bank account. And really, it'll be there. just won't buy you anything. And when you think about, well, why didn't I know this? Because it's, it, it truly isn't secret. Through the Freedom of Information Act, we found out that the Federal Reserve created all sorts of little backdoor programs to allow for the banks the illusion that they could cash your checks, they could pay your mortgage payment, your credit card bill, your car payments. I think about it every day that I know of right now, the banks are borrowing several trillion dollars a day to make that happen. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Just uh, really quickly, today's special, and it's a good one. Uh, U.S. $10 Liberties. I've got, I've, you know, I've got about 150 of them. U.S. $10 Liberties at a thousand seventy-five. Is that right, Brooke? Thousand seventy-five. That puts it at twenty-one fifty. That's hold on a minute. That's twenty-five bucks less than a two tens. Twenty-five dollars less than a twenty today. Uh, so. You got a good amount of them too. U.S. ten dollar liberties, a thousand seventy five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I mean, boy, we we go if Georgia goes blue, look out. New new all time highs in gold, uh, and, and silver is going to be above thirty bucks if it goes blue today. But I just want to tell you, so let's use uh, Wiles Bank that that Glass Eagle got done under. That was that was Citigroup. Now, we, we were led to believe that Citigroup got $45 billion from the Treasury Department. What we found out after the media had to file lawsuits and Freedoms of Information Acts and all of those things, that the Federal Reserve secretly gave Citigroup $2.5 trillion worth of loans without any of us knowing about it. Right? And secretly, basically, they just printed money. And said, don't tell anybody. I'm telling you right now. They're doing this again. But the problem is much bigger. And think about this. They've yet to force these banks to put any of the commercial defaults, any of the, you know, the, the mortgage defaults, the rent defaults, the commercial defaults on their books. Because there's a quote-unquote moratorium. This problem is going to get much bigger. And my guess is, it's just my guess, is they're going to have to allow for the dam to burst so they can usher in the new money. Like I said, you know what? This was something, they they did it in the 30s. They've done it again today. This is all on Wall Street and the bankers. Listen, you know, when you think about uh, all the bets that they make, they're taking our deposits, they're putting it into the casino. It made great sense. And, like, hey, you can't do that. 
can't do that. But greed has taken over just like our founding fathers warned us about. And I'm telling you right now, there's no FDIC insurance. I mean, could you imagine what it would take? Because they could go to the Treasury, right? I'm sure they could. And say, you know what? Hey, all the banks are insolvent, and uh, we got uh, $10 trillion in FDIC-insured bank deposits. We've got uh, we got thirty billion. You, can you lend us a you know nine trillion dollars, please? It's not going to happen. Now you got the the president elect yesterday in Georgia saying, "Hey, you vote Democrat, I'm going to send every man, woman, and child in the United States two thousand dollars." Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two U.S. ten dollar liberties a thousand seventy five two tenths twenty five bucks less than a twenty. Now that's the way we like to do it here. God bless everybody. I'll be back tomorrow.